Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rough sketch. <laughs> rough sketch. Uh, what's the difference between me and you? You, you. What's the difference between me and you? You. What's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Cause most opinions are different and let me be more specific Before you answer that in your head let this marinate Saying you real but love jacking people for bricks and chips And then when it happens to you, you look at them Like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it And you in the same business that you got yourself in And that's like a pure jealousy and hate Cause you love to do it but think nobody else will That's why I installed it in my head to do the things that I feel that's more important to getting a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long. If it feels you would get lost. And I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like the Austin. Cause nowadays it's rarely seen from CMC to do that quite often. So I sit back and enjoy life for every day that I breathe. And do this music till it's time for me to leave. You know you talk about some flashy rash. And I talk about what I feel is Once again, man, uh, blogtalkradio.com. 
forward slash L Divine Bay. It's the L Divine Bay Show. Wealth Principles 101. Corporate America is celebrating what they call Valentine's Day, and I ain't really going to go into that right now because, you know, our time is kind of limited today because I usually don't do a Thursday show. I've been doing just Wednesdays and Sundays, but uh, rest assured, uh, as the show becomes more popular, we're going to start bringing on more days and more different uh, formats of different types of information and um promoting possibilities for some artists um, thinking about having uh, L to the C, having a, a day where he actually uh, his music and have his music and, you know, his movement. Uh, he's residing in Houston right now, but he's from the uh, Dayton area. So it's, it's, we're going we're gonna to be mixing the show up a little bit, but we're going to keep the standard format on Wednesdays and Saturdays for now. Um, just giving you this information far as your credit as far as your uh, business wealth principles let's put it that way because it's not going to be specifically uh, targeted for you know the financial uh, come-ups but also we're going to get into some health topics is one of the main wealth principles is health so um, before we get into all of that I want to say peace to the gods Um, assalamu alaikum islam by my more family NOI family, the human family, uh, Shalom, uh, any greetings of peace, man, if I missed it, uh, you know, I'm just basically showing love to the human family, so want to get that out of the way. We always want to pay homage to our, to our ancestors and those that came before us to allow us to do what we're doing. So um, yesterday's show, we introduced uh, the steps on how to properly set up a business um, to be credible. Um, and it's the official business credit building checklist on how to go through and make sure that you're doing everything correctly in order to establish a business and to uh, become a credible business. So everything, the legal that you need to do to be uh, and uh as a credible business um, We did a lot Of information On credibility step Because that is The far most important Part of the process That you need to do Because if you don't get everything set up correctly From the beginning Everything else is going to be an uphill battle So to alleviate from going Uphill I'm giving you a checklist so before you even jump into the realm of, uh, you know, the business of, you know, doing business, operating your business, taking those risks, I'm giving you a blueprint on how to succeed before you fail. And that's basically what it is. So if you do these steps, you will become a credible business. People will be looking at you as a credible business. And that's the main thing that you want to accomplish when setting up a business, a new business, until your name of your business or your brand becomes familiar to masses and you're not a risk. Your customers don't feel that you're a risk because you've been around, you've been uh, verified by these sources and these uh, vendors and these different lines of credit. 
And once they're able to pull that up and look you and see that your business is actually operating well, uh, you pay your bills on time, uh, you don't have any liens or anything like that against your uh, business, and you become credible. So lenders feel comfortable uh, extending you credit lines, um, credit cards, and eventually cash cards. That way you can you know, move around and do exactly whatever it is you need to do, and you're not restricted to a particular store or uh, company. So um, we're going to basically recap what we went through yesterday, but I'm just going to go over it very briefly because we spent about an hour on uh, the first step, which is becoming a credible business. So what you want to do, and the order is kind of uh, – yeah, you want to do these things in order. You don't want to jump around. Some things you can do out of order, but if you want to um, make sure that you're not missing a step or to make sure that you're not you know, doing one thing before the other because some things has to, have, have to be done in, um, in synchrony. Some things, you know, you can get an EIN number for your business first, but if you don't do a business name search, then you may have to go back and change your name or the the, uh, the IRS will reject your your claim for your EIN number because if that name is already taken, then you can't use it. So things like that, that's what we need to uh, take in consideration when we're starting our businesses. So for those of you who didn't uh, get on the call yesterday, I'm just going to give you a brief overview. And, and I mean because you can always go back and check out the archive show from yesterday. You go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash L Divine Bay. You'll see my uh, shows there. And I try to date my shows <clears throat> so you'll know exactly which ones um, is pertaining to the, one, the information that you're concerned, most concerned with. So this show or this episode is called How to Get Business Credit Established Without Personal Guarantees, Part 2. And it's dated February 14th. So we're continuing from our last conversation from yesterday, February 13th, 2019. And this episode is for business owners, aspiring business owners, and those who may know business owners that could use this information. Now, the information that I'm sharing with you could cost several thousand dollars just to get because it's privy information. And only for my listeners who are serious about becoming business owners and who want to practice these wealth principles. So if you know anybody uh, that, that could benefit from this, uh, give them a shout out, send them a text message, uh, shoot them the link so they can jump on and get this information live now, or they can always check the archive shows and see exactly get all the information so at their own leisure but for the benefit of the show if you call in and you're here on the live show you have a, um, the ability to to ask questions i'll open up the call lines for the last 10 minutes of the show today and ask any questions and you know if you have a business and you want want to shout your business out and get your information out there i'll allow you to do that as well so um it's 7 13 couple more minutes, man, uh, before we jump into the information. I usually try and let a few callers get on the line and a few people get in the, uh, the chat room so I can, you know, see who's there, see who's checking in. First time Florida caller, okay. See, we got Orlando, 
Uh, I think that's the Orlando area code. Uh, we have Orlando caller in here. Michigan callers. Uh, Indiana 317. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. The people, those who are in the area, uh, my local area in Ohio here, um, specifically in the uh, Dayton area, we having an issue with the uh, we had a water main break. It's actually ten ten main breaks. Um, I'm starting to find out this information about the ten uh, water main breaks a little late because yesterday they they made it a big issue to get out to the public that you know it was a boiling water alert and all of that. So like I said. Wealth principles, your health is one of the most important things. So this is something that, you know, I'm just going to touch on real quick. But, yeah, they got the information out to everyone yesterday as to, you know, boil your water. Uh, don't drink. The water is not safe to drink. So they would advise that you would, uh, you know, get bottled water to drink. And as far as bathing, things of that nature, to boil the water before you uh, use it to bathe or to cook. So. Me and my wife, we uh, got out early, about 6.30 this morning, went out and uh, went to one of the larger club stores that has, you know, uh, bulk facilities where you can purchase bulk because some of the stores, they were, you know, getting down to their last. So they were limiting the amount of uh, cases of water that you could get. So and then we also heard some stories where some some people had some altercations at a few stores. So just to alleviate that, we, we went out and we got, um, you know, some water for the family, for elders, and extended the olive branch for all of the people who may have not had a membership of this, this, this uh, club to meet me at the facility. And, you know, we, you know, took them in with us and allowed them to purchase, uh, you know, water and things for their family as well. So, you know, we didn't have to do that, you know, but I, I felt like, you know, if we have the ability to 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 help people who may not be able to have the resources to help themselves, then at least you know give them the option whether they want to you know take it or not. It's up to them. But we did extend that branch out to uh, followers on uh, social media. So some people came out. They, you know, they they benefited from uh, that. And the, as we progressed in the the day. Uh, a couple of stores, they offered to give away some free water. And, you know, I figured that was what was needed if it got to a point where, you know, individuals were actually fighting to purchase water from stores that the uh, the mayor, you know, I think the mayor should have stepped up and, you know, cut a budget to some of these stores that was affected in our communities to where they would actually uh, purchase the water from the stores. So, you know, the stores would get their, their money for the stores you know, individuals be able to go get a case or two or whatever it is until they're able to get the water situation fixed in our area. I mean, we all are well aware of what happened in Flint and um, those surrounding areas. So, you know, we just don't want to fall victim to that. And we need to be privy and keep our minds open and optimistic to that type of situation. We don't want that type of situation, but you need to be real mindful of, you know, what we deal with and the, the the times that we're in. So just protect yourself at all costs, man. And if you have some information, 
Protect your community. Uh, make sure the word gets out about anything uh, negative that could hurt or harm us or our children. So I'm not going to stay on that too much. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's past 715, so we're going to jump into the information. Uh, once again, I everybody checking in live on the call. And the live callers, I actually, uh, I, I, I kind of appreciate the live callers more so than people that listen to the archive show. I know everybody's schedule's not set up for that. But for those that are able to call in and to log in and to be in the chat rooms, that is what helps me with my stats. And that helps me get sponsors. And that's what helps me keep putting this information out here. Because I have a radio show, talk show. Um, it's not free. And, you know, we want to keep giving the information for you to be able to call in for free or to log in for free to get this information at no cost to you. And we also have donate uh, options on my on my main page for here on Blog Talk Radio. There's several donate buttons. You can give what you want, give what, you know, what you feel in your heart to give. But the information that you are receiving is invaluable information because if we had this information um, 10, 20 years ago, we would have so many successful businesses competing for market share and doing commerce internationally and, you know, uh, locally and domestically. And we would be thriving right now as a nation. Individuals, we will be thriving as a nation because the more business owners and the more businesses that are allowed to operate on credit, because <laughs> that's basically what they're doing. You know, the companies establish their credit and they run their businesses with their credit. They don't sacrifice their personal income to run businesses. Now, some some are fortunate enough where their family, you know, left them. Uh, money or inheritances where they can get, you know, their their businesses off the ground. For most of us, we, we've been rolling the dice, taking the money out of our homes and investing in our dreams and our future. And if that doesn't take off right away, you know, we might have a good idea, but if it doesn't take off right away, usually within six months to a year, it, it kind of starts crumbling and then you're affected with your personal credit. Business credit never really got off the ground. So, then it stresses your family. You know, I've seen divorces. You know, people have lost their families. Uh, people have started doing illegal things, trying to hold on to their their dream, and you know. So, in order to get away from all of that, I'm gonna teach you how to do this the correct way. Uh, it's not the only way, but this is the correct way to do this without putting your personal information at risk and your personal credit at risk. So, I'm gonna. Do a complete recap, a brief recap, though. I'm not going to spend too much time on what I talked about already. But for those that missed it, I'm going to just run through this real quick, and then we're going to get into the information where we picked up off of yesterday. So, yeah, shout out to uh, Chicago. We got a Chicago listener in, and see, we got 14, 16, uh, 17. Uh, 937 calls Got two 513 calls Shout out to uh, Cincinnati family 1614 caller on here Columbus what's up Okay we're going to get into it So I'm going to give you a brief overview Of the call from yesterday and Then we're going to jump into the information Where we left off So 
<clears throat> credibility. Credibility. That is the first step on acquiring uh, business credit and being a credible business. So, you must use a full legal name. So, to get your full legal name going, you want to do that by doing a name search. So, come up with the name of your business that you want to call your business or whatever. And do a name search and make sure no one in your state has that name. Once you uh, come up with the name that you can use, then you want to make sure you have the proper licensing as required for your industry or your state. Then you want to select a EIN number. So you're going to get an EIN number. You're going to go to the irs.gov site. You're going to put in a search for EIN. And you want to select that you want to do that online. So you can check them that day. You can download it. They can actually give you your EIN number the same day that you call in. So once you get your name... Once you get your license, then you get your EIN number. Then you want to make sure that your business is tied to a physical address. So uh, you really don't want to use your home address to be credible. So they have virtual offices that you can use that's a little more uh, affordable than going out and getting an actual office and having overhead that you really don't need just getting started. So. Um, and in the previous show I gave a couple of examples so you want to go back and check out those shows to hear exactly uh, the two or three that I you know refer or uh, suggest that you use as affordable so physical address your EIN number your business license your business name then you want to separate your business phone number and in the previous call, I gave some examples of how you can get an inexpensive uh, additional line to your cell phone or with the business address. Some of those virtual offices give you a phone number and an operator as well. And as I said, the price is affordable. So that's something that you might want to take into consideration as well. So, okay. The next step, once you separate your business phone and your business address from your personal you want to get a uh, listing in a 411 directory. So when they look up your company, they do a 411 to look up your company. You want to make sure that they have your name pop up. Uh, in addition to your 411 and your separate business phone number, you want to try to have a business fax number. Now, I gave some examples on a previous call as well. Um, onlinefaxes.com is the source that uh, I use for my business fax. So it basically gives you the ability to have a fax machine walking around with you on your cell phone. So the same way that they fax documents to physical machines, they fax the documents. You get an email alert, you log into your service and you pull it up. You see whatever documents that was faxed to you and you can also fax that way as well. Uh, Download the document put your uh, cover page and do everything you do with a physical fax machine and the cost is about $7.99 or $9.99 a month and that's pretty good $120 a year to have a a walk-in fax machine in your pocket so onlinefaxes.com I refer them 
And um, once you have your business facts, your listing in 411, your business phone number separate from your personal phone number, uh, your physical address, whether that be a virtual office or if you want to, if you have the um, finances to have an actual office, you can do that. But the, the more affordable method would to use the virtual office format that I gave you. Um, your EIN number, once you have your EIN number and your business license and your business name. This is just a recap from yesterday's show. So I'm just going to briefly go over these topics and then we're going to get into the information for today. So a business website. Now, you want to make sure it looks professional, but you don't have to spend a whole lot of money to get your business website. You just want to make sure that you have a presence. And having a presence is could be a, just a landing page where they pull your uh, email address, your website up, and you have a landing page with your basic information up there. And maybe, you know, two or three email contacts. So the professional email is another thing that you want to do uh, in setting up your business correctly to be credible. So when I say a professional email, this is what I mean. Uh, if your email address for your business ends in AOL, Gmail, or Yahoo, or Hotmail, or something like that, that's not considered a professional email. And companies, uh, lending institutions will kind of look at that as, you know, if you don't have the uh, uh, desire to invest in a website and a, a professional email, then they kind of lenient on wanting to extend credit or lend you funds because it's your business and you want to make sure you present yourself and your business as a corporate entity, not just as, you know, the local, you know, business owner in your community. You have to think of yourself as a corporation. You have to think of your business as a big dog in the game because if you don't come out barking you get overlooked and you definitely get ignored by the credit limit so just present yourself with your best foot forward your first impression to all of these lending institutions has to be legit so just take that in consideration and um, they have some real affordable emails uh, domains so if you get a website and you get a domain name Usually they come with maybe five, I think five or ten, up to ten emails, uh, depending on who you host your website with. Uh, Vistaprint actually has a decent, affordable uh, website. And the domain, they host your, your website. And I think you can get the cheapest one, I think, is about I think $5, $5 a month. And basically, they host your 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 your, uh, your website, and they give you, I think, up to five emails. And then for twenty five dollars a month, you get unlimited pages, you get a store, you get uh, unlimited uh, email domains. So for twenty five bucks a month at Vistaprint, you can uh, host your your website on their platform. And you know, hey, twenty five bucks a month ain't bad to be able to have your own professional website, your own professional domain, and your own professional emails. Now, public records. This is on here. It really doesn't uh, cause an issue for people when they're starting their businesses, but if you've done business uh, before and you uh, 
had some issues that's tied with your personal information, it could kind of blend over. So that's why it's important to separate yourself from your business or your entity. You want your entity or your company to stand alone, separate from you, the owner or owners, if it's a, um, a LLC with, you know, uh, a board. So just make sure you don't have any uh, liens, judgments, or anything of that nature on your business. And you want to do a search on your business name because, like I said, similar business names blend information. So if your company is called, let's say, uh, KR Trucking, and it's another company called KR Trucking and Hauling, it's easily uh, an opportunity that those two companies can be uh, confused one from another. So it's important to have your name stand out. And um, like I said, do a name search and they will let you know if your name is specific to you in your state. And if you can't get that name in that state, you can create your entity and set it up in a neighboring state. So for those of you who are in Ohio, in the Ohio area like myself, Indiana is about 30 miles away. Uh, you could set up your entity there and you could probably use the name that you want if no one in Indiana has that name. Or Kentucky, about an hour drive away. You can go to Kentucky, set up your entity in Kentucky. Um, so those are things that you know you want to get out the gate. You have to get that right out of the gate. Check your business name. Make sure there's no liens on anything that's even similar to your business name because that could stop you from... Uh, setting up your business credibly and setting up uh, your opportunity to get credit or extended credit or any kind of credit line. So check those things first. Get it out of the way. So in a nutshell, that's what we went over yesterday. And I went into more detail and I gave a lot of referrals and examples and websites and things of that nature. So check the uh, previous show, the archive show, when it has all of those breakdowns of the information. Now, what we're going to be talking about today is how you get a DUNS number. Now, getting your EIN number and your license, that gets you up and running in your state and in the United States. The importance of having a DUNS number. Basically, once you establish a DUNS number and they issue you a DUNS number in addition to your tax ID number, you now become... Uh, recognized on the international level. So Dun and Bradstreet, that's the company that issues the Dun's numbers. And that is spelled uh, B-U-N-S. Let me give you the link there. Because I, I think I gave the link yesterday and told people to go to Dun's yesterday. Because basically with the call yesterday, I had people walk through the steps as we were going through them if they had the ability to so when they got off the call yesterday, they had their tax ID number, they had uh, a Dun and Bradstreet number, and they had the uh, instructions on how to, you know, register your business and do all of those things that I said uh, before. So, Dun and Bradstreet, <clears throat> you can Google Dun and Bradstreet, or you can just go to their website. And when you get to the website. Uh, the DUNS number is free. 
but they do have a lot of options on there to try and get you to sign up for a paid service. You can ignore those because what you're doing right now is just trying to get a number that's tied in uh, issue for your business. So when you go to their website, they have a link that says get a Duns number. Click on that. Uh, you fill out some information and in about three to seven days, that it will issue you an official DUNS number. And the DUNS number that you get is going to be like a social security number or identification number for your business. It's going to represent you internationally. So if any entity overseas will want to do business with you, if you don't have a DUNS number, you're pretty much shot in the water as far as them taking you serious as far as conducting business. Because uh, you want to be on the same playing field as the big dogs, per se. So getting a DUNS number is part of that. And also getting a DUNS number is uh, a step that you need to do to get this initial credit, which is called vendor credit. So get your DUNS number, get your EIN number, get you a business address, uh, get you a business phone number, I gave you uh, an example of an online, the onlinefaxes.com, $9.99 a month, so $120 bucks a year. Have your own fax number, and you can keep, you know, you can get faxes on the go. So that's pretty dope. And after you get your DUNS number, you can take your DUNS number, your EIN number, and the fact that you register with the state, and you can go create an official business bank account now you can use this information to create your business bank account uh, pretty much anywhere but be mindful and careful of who you open your business bank account with because some companies they, they kill you with fees they kill you with minimum um, so just be mindful of their stipulations and their their guidelines as far as what they charge per day um, of running, you have to have a certain balance, so they start, you know, taxing you. Now, if you're local, well, whether you're local or not, you can uh, re- do your research. Uh, credit unions are better to have uh, to set up your your business account. So wherever you are locally, you know, reach out to your credit unions in your area and uh, ask them, do they have business banking? And can you, you know, set up an apply for a business banking account? And once you set up your business bank account with a credit union, you don't have to really worry about a lot of those fees or minimums that you have to carry. So I'm going to uh, let you know one of the banks that I deal with as far as when I first started. I set mine up with a bank called Key Bank here locally. And after doing business with them for about two years, I switched over to Day Air Credit Union. Day Air Credit Union doesn't have any, you know, balances that you have to have. They don't tax you for anything. So it was a no-brainer for me. I saved several hundred dollars just by making that switch. But you got to do your research. So get you your initial business bank set up with the credit union. I would suggest the credit union. And then from there, you can open up an additional business account if you want uh, you know, more straightforward or more universal uh, banking system that you can do business with. Uh, 
if you choose. Credit union is fine. Absolutely fine because it's your money. So how you operate your business, how you cut your checks, how you, you know, people pay you. It's pretty much all digital now anyway. So you don't have to worry about uh, a name per se. So if you have a business banking account, whether it's with a credit union or one of the private banks or one of the well-known banks, it really doesn't matter. So just what you want to do is make sure you don't let your business bank account go into the negative. You don't want any return checks or overdraft fees. So do that and you're pretty much on your way. Okay, if you have all of those things uh, done aforementioned, then you start applying for your first line of credit. <clears throat> now it's important that you know when you enroll for Dun & Bradstreet, uh, if you enroll for their credit monitoring, you often will get a Dun & Bradstreet uh, person or a caller to try and get you to join their credit builder program. You don't need this credit builder program. It only uh, adds references to your report that they do business with, and you won't get access to real usable credit. So if you think, it, think about it this way, if you have a website and you're offering uh, a monitoring service for businesses, who will benefit on advertising their services for you? You see what I'm saying? So um, the big banks and all of those people, you know, they they pay Dun & Bradstreet to offer or suggest you come on and, and get their services. And so, and, and not to say that, you know, it's not a good idea for them to refer, but it's, it's a game that's, that's played uh, real. You have to have your strategy right because, um, say for instance, if you go to uh, Credit Karma, go to Credit Karma right now, create an account. As soon as you log in, you're going to have 10, 10 offers that you're pre approved for this, that, and the third. And a lot of times, you're not. You're, you apply for something. And they deny you, and then guess what? You got a hard inquiry and a denial letter. So now you look desperate. If that happens, you know, more than twice, if you have more than two hard inquiries on your personal credit, then it, it drastically affects your score. People don't know that, but it does. So, same thing goes with uh, Dun and Bradstreet and all of these companies out here. They basically <clears throat> get in bed with these advertisers or sponsors because they want to advertise their services on Dun & Bradstreet because Dun & Bradstreet does not exist or promote them directly. Dun & Bradstreet is a standard. So people are going to come to Dun & Bradstreet because they have to. But if you get in bed with them and you advertise your product with them, they're not endorsing you. They're just advertising. So you have to be clear and signing up for those additional programs you don't need that. You just need a number and you need to monitor what's going on with your uh, Dun & Bradstreet credit, your uh, business credit scores, and they provide those. I think you get one for free and they have additional where you can spend $24 a month to get all three of your scores with them. So if you're doing your business and you're getting to the point where you're trying to establish your credit, you do want to get a business credit monitoring service at least for the first year until you get your business credit established. Once you get it established, 
and you got an A credit rating and you're starting to get vendor accounts and store credit and cash credit. Once you're at that level, you don't have to monitor it anymore. So having said that, let's get into the getting approved for your vendor credit. Now, almost all the business credit profiles get started with vendor credit. It's nothing different than personal credit. But when you start to get your first personal credit card, you have to apply for something. You're going to get denied the first time that you apply for something. That generates your number in the system. So from the first time you apply for something, when you turn 18, uh, you get denied. Your profile is, is established. So then, you know, a lot of people see that you're in the game now. So they extend you credit. And then once you go through the process of building your personal credit, then you know how that goes. But with business credit, <clears throat> this is what I need you to understand about business credit. Um, it's different from personal credit or consumer credit because once you get approved for vendor credit, the only thing that you need to be concerned with is making your payment on time in full with vendor credit. So you're a new business. You got everything set up that I, that I told you to do. <clears throat> okay, you got your Dun & Bradstreet number. You have your EIN number. You have your separate addresses. Everything is, is legit. So you're going to locate three to five vendors that report to the business credit reporting agencies. How do you know if they report to the credit reporting agencies? You don't. So you got to ask. Now, you don't have to ask because you're on a call with me. I'm going to give you some uh, vendor creditors that will give you credit right off the bat. So let's start with a few of those. Give me a second here. I know I'm off the top of my head, but they got a few new ones. And I want to give y'all every opportunity to, to, uh, once you get to this step, I want to make sure that you come out the gate swinging. Because the magic number, as far as getting from this first line of vendor credit and then moving on to store credit, is to get uh, five to seven reporting on your business credit so basically how this works is you apply for the business credit you make a purchase you're going to select to invoice you so when you going through the credit application process you're going to fill out all your information you're going to ask you're going to put stuff in the cart and you're going to ask to be billed or use accounting billing what that does is that lets the company know that they're going to extend you whatever you have in your cart and they're going to bill you an invoice and you have to make that purchase you have to make that payment within 30 60 or 90 days depending on how they evaluate and establish you know what you're available for um so you just created a business you got your information together and you go to, let's say, first one, uh, Granger. Go to Granger.com. You fill out the application. You put a couple of things in your cart. You want to spend at least $100 or more. So, don't care what you get. Try to get something that your, your business is actually going to use because when you're getting these vendors, the thing is, you want to use vendors that you're going to use 
conducting business. So if you have a beautician, the vendors that I would suggest that you contact and see if they have a net 30 account would be those related to hair care products. You know, if you got if you use smocks, if you use anything, you know, that you're gonna be buying on a regular basis. Use your vendor credit to purchase those things because you don't have to go into your personal money to get those things to get your business started. Um, the same way if you have a liquor store, uh, a bar, uh, when you get a bar, you spend all your money getting your building together, you get your, your um, you know, your bar together and pay all your little state fees and become a field. And then you get ready to open, you get your open day together and you got to buy liquor. So you don't know whether to buy everything they have and hope you sell it. But see, when you go through the process of this vendor, net 30, net 60 account, you can contact the liquor agencies, the state liquor agencies and tell them, I need this, 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 order enough for the first two weeks, order enough for a month. Uh, order enough for two months depending on what they set you up with now you don't have to worry about spending your money up front you got to look at this like this i'm gonna give it to you in a uh, straightforward example um the term fronting if someone fronts you something they give it to you on credit now you got 30 60 or 90 days to 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 get that paid and then you can re-up same way with this vendor credit it is the same way so but you have to be credible how do you become credible you do those steps that i told you before mentioned so if you take that same example and apply it to everyday life in which we live in what makes someone credible on a on a on a more common level is it their character is it their you know something that someone sees in them you know it's like what makes you credible enough to make me want to give you this in hopes that you're going to return it and pay it. See, we don't have that, but what the business world has is business credit and business credibility. So if you meet these standards, you don't have to worry about getting vendor credit. You're going to get it. Some companies won't give it to you at first because you're new and you're a risk, but the companies that I'm going to give you today, you're guaranteed to get credit with these companies. So I'm going to give you the names of the companies and just to save time, I'm going to have you go to those websites and you make sure you put something in the cart up to $100 and you ask to be invoiced uh, for the billing. And then they will approve or deny based on if you have everything set up properly. With some of the companies, I think Granger is one. Granger and Quill, I think uh, depending on your... uh, what they get back from you, you may have to make the purchase up front with a uh, debit or credit card, a personal debit or credit card. After you make that purchase, then they will extend you the net 30, net 60, or net 90 account. Just depends. So, with the other companies, uh, another company is called Gimplers. That's G-E-M-P-L-E-R-S. So go to Gimplers.com. That's one. Write them down. Strategic Network Solutions. Write that company down. 
they don't have any uh, stipulations. I think you have to spend a hundred dollars with them, and they automatically give you a net thirty, net sixty, or net ninety account. So, Gimplers Strategic Network Solutions, Granger, Uline, and that's U L I N E dot com. Quill. Q-U-I-L-L and for those that want to uh, get a business credit card out the gate the only company well I won't say the only company but the one that I refer is uh, Wells Fargo and the only reason why I say that I refer them is because they report to all three credit bureaus the, the business credit bureaus not the personal ones so what happens with Wells Fargo is uh you have to be a online, create an online account with them. Uh, $25 is an annual fee for setting up your secured uh, business credit card with them. And then it's just a matter of you making a deposit. I think you have to put $200 to $250. From $250 to $50,000, I believe, is the, the limit. So... Remember, you're, you're establishing your business credit. So if Wells Fargo gives you the opportunity to have a business credit card with them, whether it's secured or not, it doesn't come off as being secured in the business world. It just shows that you have a business credit card. Now, depending on who you set up your business bank account with and whatever your personal credit score is. Now, with your, your business bank account, your, your business bank account is set up. Now, if you want a business credit card, of course, they're going to say, well, you don't have any credit history. So they may ask you for your personal uh, credit to guarantee the business credit card with them. Or you might just want to go ahead and do a secured business credit card with your bank that you have. But the only thing is they may or they may not report to these business credit agencies. That's that's the, the, the point here is to only do business in the beginning with companies that report to the business credit agencies, the Dun and Bradstreet's, the NAB, uh, the Experian business, the Equifax business. So you want whoever you're doing business with coming out of the gate to know that once you conduct business and make a payment, that that's getting reported because what you want is five payment experiences to show up on your business credit report. So once you have five active trade lines going, what happens is you graduate to the next level. So you're able to start applying and getting approved for store credit. And that's things like Sam's, like Amazon, Best Buy, uh, Office Max, anywhere you can buy uh, things department stores uh, things of that that nature and we'll get into that in a second so you want to get at least three to five vendors who do report to the business credit reporting agencies uh, preferably ones that report to either Dun and Bash Street and Experian because most credit lenders those are the main two that they check uh, you apply for the vendor credit without supplying your social security number that's important you, you don't want to give your social security number. I don't care if they have a blank line that it says social security number, just leave it blank. You want to put 
your business ID number there, and some of them uh, will ask for your DUNS number as a requirement. So those two numbers are only two numbers that you want to put as in identifying information for your company. Um, like I said, if it has social security number, leave it blank. That will force them to run your uh, application just based on your business credit and your business credit ID. So you want to use this newly approved credit to buy items for that vendor. The rule is $50 or more, but I say 100 because just, just be clear. If you make a $50 purchase and you pay it off, it's going to report with your limit and your activity for that one trade line for $50. It's not a bad thing, but just think. If you just buy one thing for 50 bucks and it shows up and somebody at, at the next level, at a store card level, looks over your report to see, okay, his payment experience is okay. He paid on time, but hell, he only spent 50 bucks. So if that's his range of doing business, then we're only going to give him couple hundred bucks for his business credit for a store card so you just want to you know keep it at a round number i say if you spend a hundred dollars per trade line uh like i said i gave you quill uline granger strategic network solution gimplers um and wells fargo so that's six these are six companies that's going to give you a net 30, net 60, net 90 account regardless if you just started your business today. They will extend you this credit if you have an EIN number, you're registered with your state, you have a website, all of the four things that I mentioned, and your DUNS number. So, do this with these companies. Spend 100 bucks. So, if you're looking, if you did all of these, you'll get Uline, Quill, Granger, Strategic, Gimplers, that's five companies. You spend $500 with them. You're going to get, even if they only reported to one each, that's five payment experiences. So if you did that in 30 to 45 days, once those report on your business credit, now you're able to apply for store credit. And what happens is, once you start applying for those store credit cards, they're going to pull your business credit. Remember, you're going to leave your social off. And when they pull your business credit, they're going to show five reporting trade lines. And you pay them all on time. So that's going to give you a business credit score, either a B or an A credit rate. So now you're not a risk anymore. So now once you get the department store cards, then it's just a matter of doing, repeating the process, getting five to ten more. And then if you look up and then, you know, three months from the day that you started your business, three to four months, and you have ten to fifteen uh, payment experiences or trade lines reporting, then you're going to be a shoe-in to get the uh, fleet gas cards and the, the business charge cards. So let's just uh, finish up with the, the vendor credit here. But that's, that's in a nutshell, that's how this game goes. It's, it's tiers. So it's three to four tiers. And the tier that you're at right now is getting approved for this vendor credit. So I gave you five vendor and then I gave you Wells Fargo as far as setting up and getting a business credit card. Wells Fargo reports to the two main ones, if not all three of the main ones. So it will, will behoove you, 
if you can't get your, your, your business bank to issue you a credit card to get one with Wells Fargo just because they report. Now, if you go to your bank that you're setting up your business bank account with and you ask them if they get if you get a secure card with them, if they report to Dun & Bradstreet or Experian Business, then by all means, keep it in-house. But if they don't, just just let them know. You know, it would be better business practice if you did because you would get more people involved in your uh, company as far as, you know, getting secure business credit cards and keeping everything local in your hometown. And you want to be able to deal with people that you can see. But at the end of the day, you want people to give you the value for your business. So if I'm doing business with you and you're not reporting my activity to these companies where I'm getting this business credit trade line every time I make a transaction, then I don't want to do business with you on that level. I'll set up my business bank. But as far as a business credit card, I want to go with the companies that don't report my information so I get credit for it. And that's with everything, man. There's a lot of companies that you do business with that don't report your information to the, the consumer credit reporting agencies because it takes some time to do it. And it's just a matter of time. And if they can't pick up a phone or send a letter to say that this individual does business with us and they make their payments on time, then you're not, you're not benefiting from it. And I'm going to tell you an example a little bit off off topic but it's something that you need to know when we are in a situation where we can't afford to get uh, a new car uh, you know at a dealership where they're actually going to report your payments and you know some of us we have situations where we have to go to buy here pay here cars and things of that nature it's nothing wrong with it but when you go to that buy here pay here and you put your money down and you make your payments for 12 months, 24 months, whatever, none of that activity is getting reported to the, to, the, to the reporting agencies. They only report when you are delinquent or you miss a payment or it gets repossessed. So they hurt you. They report it and hurt you, but they don't report it to help you. So you need to think about that. And um, if you check out my website or reach out to me, uh, the website is divinewealthprinciples.com. You can shoot me an email at uh, info at divinewealthprinciples.com and I'll give you some uh, some tips on how, if you're in that situation where you're making payments to uh, a buy here, pay here lot, or if you're, your utilities that you're paying on, they don't get reported unless you, you, you know, default on them, as well as your rent. If you don't have a home and you're renting an apartment or you're renting from a landlord, I have a company that I'm partnering with that will report your uh, your rent, your utilities, your water, your electricity, your uh, cell phone bills. So shoot me an email at info at Vinewell Principles, and I'll show you how you can get all of those things reported on your personal credit. And that will raise your score tremendously because how many people you know that's been paying rent their whole life? And they don't have a home and they make their payments on time every month. They might not even have a credit card. They may be doing it on a debit card. They may be doing it with cash. But you don't get no credit for any of those payments because you don't have a mortgage. But with the company that I'm speaking of, they'll report that information and you start getting credit for uh, what you've already been doing. So 
shoot me an email at info at divinewellprinciples.com and I'll shoot you that resource. Okay. Now, the main thing you want to do, again, you're going to purchase these products. You're going to submit a few orders uh, through the source, paying out of pocket sometimes. Some of them might require you to pay out of pocket. Like I said, I know Granger and Uline, they may ask you to make your first purchase out of pocket. And then they'll automatically set you up on a net 30 or a net 60. Some of them will just, once you run your application, they'll send you an email instantly and say that you're approved for 1000 1500 Usually your net 30 accounts, they start you off anywhere between 500 to $2,500. So, and that's important to know because once you do your first transaction with them and make that payment, uh, after two transactions, I think they automatically bump you to about 5000 and what's important about that is when you go to the next level and you're doing your um, <clears throat> store credit, if they see that you have three, four, five accounts with, you know, between 2500 and 5000 guess what? They're going to match it. So your store vendor cards, not vendors, your store credit cards that you're going to get on that second level will start out at 5000 Some of them give you 10000 And that's important as well because... Once you get on the store credit level and you got 5,000, 10,000, you know, lines reporting or limits, then when you get ready for the cash limit, you'll start out between 10, 20, 50,000 dollars. So it's, it's a process. It's not magic. <laughs> it's a process. And if we've known, you know, the rules to this game a long time ago, like I said, coming out of high school, while I'm in high school, if I was in high school, with this privy information and me and a few of my buddies you know we, we wanted to start a nightclub we wanted to do this just imagine if three of you got together four of you got together or just you got together individually and all created your own business and then you all got together and partnered so you all got your personal credit you all establish your business credit. So you got two lines of credit. And then it's two, three, four of you. Great ideas coming out of high school. Uh, and you want to do this. You want to do that. Now you got four lines of credit to make that happen. So you're saying about a couple thousand dollars. Uh, fresh out of college. You got your business credit established. Your personal credit is starting to get established. But six months out of high school, you can have access to between fifty and $100,000 cash credit to do whatever you want to do. Now, that's one person. Now, imagine four people or two people, whatever, just do the math. And you have access to credit lines and cash advances of that amount of money. So now you have the money to go set this business up that you, you know, you and your buddy's been talking about and you can, you, you know, you got a foot in the game without, you know, trying to beg from your parents or trying to beg from your homeboy. So said all that to say this, man, uh, I said, I was going to give y'all an hour and I don't, I'm not going to give you everything, but if you do the checklist, from yesterday check out the show from yesterday 
setting up your business name, your legal license, your dying, your physical address, uh, your separate business phone number, get listed in the 411 directory, your business facts, your business website, professional email, and make sure you don't have no public records on your business name. Just you, you only want to do that. You want to search that because you may have a similar name someone else. And sometimes those things get crossed up. So they might search for your name and they might see a similar name. They got a lean on it and they might think that's you and they'll deny you just on that. So you want to make sure that your name is not similar to no one in your area because that is a lot of times how people get denied. And things like address, uh, misspells and things of that nature, you can get denied for that. So um, I think we covered a lot in this hour. And I'm not going to stay on too much longer. I think that area code from 510. I meant to jump on there real quick and see who that was and where they were calling in from. That was a new uh, area code that I hadn't seen before. So the, the audience is growing, man. I see we got had some callers from Florida. First time Florida callers. I got some Kentucky listeners now. Um, Arizona's listening now. Um... Chicago, Detroit, they check in a lot, so I'm glad they're still checking in. Uh, this wasn't a scheduled show, once again, I was just going to pick up from what we left off yesterday, and if you didn't check out the show yesterday, please go back and check that show out. It was How to Get Business, Credit Established Without Personal Guarantees, Part 1, and this was Part 2. Now, I'll probably bring this back around next Wednesday. And I'll get into the store, how to get the store credit and how to get the cash credit. So those are future shows. But what I gave you with the credibility and with the business credit reports and how that works and getting that vendor credit, I gave you enough. If you did those first three steps, you pretty much would be um, on the path of getting you some store cards and then once you get those from Best Buy, Amazon, Walmart, Target, Staples, Sam's Club, things of that nature, then you can get you some fleet gas cards depending on what your industry is. You might not need gas cards, but we all pop, you know, we all use gas. So just keep that in the back of your mind. You know, things that you know you're going to be paying for anyway with your uh, your personal cash. Why not have a, a gas a business gas card where you can fill your tank up, you know, just pay that money on the credit card and it's not going to do anything but help your business credit score grow. But if you put gas in your car with your debit card or your credit card on your personal side, you ain't get no credit for that. Not no business credit. And the business credit gives you 10 to 100 times the amount that you have on your personal credit side. So, yeah, it's a powerful thing if you use it the right way and you use it to leverage to get what you want. But the scenario that I gave you with, uh, you know, some people coming out of high school, a couple of people, you just had two people, <laughs> you and your buddy, and y'all did these steps and established your business credit. The first summer you got out, six months after you graduate high school, you'd be in a position to have business credit cards that you can get cash off of to start whatever business you want to start without even asking anyone for anything. You know, even if you just got the $10,000 limit on the cash credit card side, 
and you got two or three of those. That's $30,000 credit limit and $15,000 cash that you can access for a cash advance. $15,000 cash out of high school to start your own business that you don't have to ask mom and daddy for (laughs) or go begging for a bank. Once you have this established and the bank sees that you have this established and then you walk in there and ask for a loan, they can't turn you down because you've already had trade lines. If you got 10 to 15 trade lines reporting on your business credit, even if you're 18 years old in high school, fresh out of high school, the bank will prove you before they approve a grown person that's been working their whole life because you know the rules of the game. <laughs> so, unlike consumer credit, business credit is open to anyone that's 18 and over. You know, if you, you're younger than that, get your parents to co-sign uh, your documents for you until you become of age, age of majority. But anybody can do this. It's not magic. It's just a process. And if you know the process, you can get the results. I've done it myself. Um, and these results that I'm talking about is not related to your personal credit. So that makes all the difference. So if your personal credit is bad and you need, you know, a foot off the ground and you still have an idea that you want to get off the ground as far as your business, this is the way. This is the way. Get you a couple thousand dollars. Uh, go through these processes. You're going to fill out some 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 uh, paperwork with the state. You got some fees associated with that. Um, setting up your business phone numbers, your websites, your business facts, your professional emails, and then getting the initial vendor credit and buying something and paying it off. You're going to need at least $2,000 to get this process going and get it concrete. Now, if you got two grand and you can do this, and then, you know, you, you work with a company like mine that's going to guide you, you know, to make sure you don't make no mistakes. Now, you can do this on your own. Don't get me wrong. But when you get into the specifics of how to fill out these applications and the specifics on who to apply with uh, that that's going to report. Because you don't want to start getting business credit with companies that's not going to report. Because, I mean, you can get credit, but it's not going to help your situation. You're trying to get 10 to 20 trade lines reporting by any means necessary so if it takes you a thousand dollars two thousand dollars to get to that point you're investing in your business two thousand dollars to the point where you're able to access ten fifty a hundred thousand dollars so this is a better investment than the stock market this is a better investment than uh, promoting a, a club uh, doing an event this is guaranteed results so follow the steps invest the money make a purchase pay it off on time or early and you're going to get an 80 credit business score and you get to the point where you're able to get those cash cards and once you get those cash cards then you have access to cash money to do whatever it is that you're trying to do and use that money to leverage to get bank loans to get SBA loans so it's just a matter of you getting trade lines reporting. And then um, I got another technique that I'm going to share with you next Wednesday uh, on how you can get trade lines 
reporting through uh, PayPal because PayPal is now they're acting as an official bank. So you can use your business PayPal account and send cash from those accounts to other businesses and vice versa. And as long as they see those payments coming in, what's been coming in and coming out, if they see the activity, they'll extend you business credit lines just based on the activity of your uh, PayPal account. They don't even check your bank account. If they see money coming through their system, 5000 a month, 10000 a month, they'll give you access to a $10,000 credit line. So those are some of the things, and I'll get into the specifics of those next week. Uh, like I said, I just wanted to jump on here today to follow up what we started yesterday. <clears throat> so uh, the checklist, if you got the info from yesterday and today, this is how you get it started. And if you use the tools that I gave you, um, you'll be ahead of the curve. And hell, from that point, you know, you can self-destruct, but it just makes sense to make a phone call or reach out to me, divinewellprinciples.com. Or info at divinewealthprinciples.com and once you get to that step that I already gave you the game on then we can move forward from this point on to get those store credit cards and that uh, cash credit and we can start doing some things together so I appreciate everybody for jumping on the call today looks like we had uh, a little lore from yesterday the 26 callers that's not bad and because uh, like I said this wasn't a schedule it's normally not a scheduled event that I do uh, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on here. Looks like my 510 caller jumped back on, and I'm glad. I'm gonna uh, see who that is and see where they're calling in from. And uh, I'm gonna ask a couple, answer a couple questions on the chat room. Just if y'all have any questions that you wanna uh, shoot out to me, I'm gonna open up the call for the next next five or ten minutes, and then we're gonna close the show out. So caller uh, with the 510 area code. With the last four digits of six five four two, I'm going to unmute your mic. Let me know where you're calling from, and if you want to state your name, please do so. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, who we got on the line, if you don't mind, and where you checking in from? Shanti from Oakland, California. Oakland in the house. What's going on, fella? Uh, everything positive. Everything positive. Okay, do you have any questions or you just wanted to, uh, you know, you were just getting the information? Um, yeah, I was just getting the information, but um, I had missed like a, a greater portion of the early part of the call. Of course, I didn't uh, see uh, or get in on it yesterday, but I guess I do have a question um, about the, uh, the Dunning Brad. The Dunning Brad's. Uh, information is that a is that a uh is that an online thing that you do or is it uh yeah it's an online service it's it's basically what you do is uh you go to dun and bradstreet if you already set up your ein number and you know if you got if you set up your llc or whatever your entity is and you go to Dunn's, uh, you can just Google it, and if you want to request a Dunn's number, they have an application process. It, it doesn't cost you to get the number. So you can fill out the information, and they will issue you a number 
within seven, three to five or seven days. And that number basically just makes you credible internationally so you can conduct business and do commerce overseas. Um, but it also validates you as a credible business when you're trying to get those vendor credit lines. Like if you was to go with your EIN number and try to get one of these vendor credits, they probably are going to deny you because you don't know that you need a DUNS number to become credible. So a lot of times, and the thing is, they're never going to tell you. They're never going to tell you what you did wrong or what you're missing. They might send you a letter, but to, to know these backdoor secrets on how to get credible and to get automatically approved or guaranteed approved for your business, that's that's what uh, you know. I'm reaching out here, and that's what my company does. But as far as the information you missed yesterday, if, uh, if you go to blogtalkradio.com, forward slash Eldervine Bay. It has a list of all my episodes and yesterday's show. We started from scratch. So if you get what I gave yesterday, listen to that show. You, you'll be uh, so far ahead of the game, man. And uh, since you're out on the West Coast, it's a lot of people out there and a lot of businesses out there that's not really privy to this information. And uh, and I'm, I'm willing to, uh, you know, give you the information you need and then ultimately possibly you know set up something out there where i can fly out and we can network and build build a team out there and uh you can kind of forerun that and just basically you know be my eyes and ears on the west coast for me and then we'll give them this information and we can start building some business and buying back the blocks man that's what our whole uh motivation for doing this is we trying to get business credit and business credit lines so we can start making property purchases and getting some land and getting some businesses in our communities because I don't know about the communities out there in Oakland right now, but I know where we are, you know, we don't own anything, not even corner stores. It's, you know, it's foreigners. <laughs> so yeah. we're just trying to get a little piece, you know what I'm saying? Even if we just get a corner store, man, and get a grocery store or something going where we know it's people that look like us that own it, you know, and, and then the people, if they know that we own it and the people that live there own it, then it's a little more valuable and people respect it you know as opposed to you know the foreigners coming in and getting our bag because we don't care who we shop with we just going to shop change the narrative man we just need to change the narrative and i just want to give people the tools in order to do it effectively and not really using their personal money to uh try and run their businesses because that's how we 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 kind of kill ourselves because we get out the gate with a good idea and then you know it don't take off or that people don't support it you know, long enough, and then we end up closing down before we really get out the gate. So I'm trying to give people a different uh, set of rules to play by because they've been playing by them, you know, and they try and keep these secrets, you know, within their families and within the, the people that's doing them. And, you know, one or two of us, we luck up and get the information, and then we don't want to share it. You know, we want to be selfish with it, and it's crazy, man. That ain't how this shit, well, you know, we need to reciprocate this and teach our babies how to do this. And so they'll know coming out of high school, nah, I'm not gonna give you two hundred thousand dollars to go to college. I'm 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 gonna spend ten and get my business credit up and me and my own boy gonna go over here and we're gonna start our own little business, whatever it is. But if you can start a business or, you know, at least get out the gate with other people's money, OPM, man, that's the best way to do it. Use other people's right. money. And if you don't you know, if your business don't take off and people don't support it, guess what? You can file bankruptcy. <laughs> file bankruptcy for your business and then start over from scratch. That's what the big boys do. 
It's crazy, Absolutely. man. It's like we we like damn. So you know, we spend all our hard on money. You know, people you know borrow from this dude, that dude, and then you got people on your neck trying to get your money back. They don't operate that way. They go through the steps. They go through the process. They get approved for the the credit. They open up a million dollar building in your community. You're like, damn, how did they get that off? They must got money. No, they understand the game. So we just got to get it out here, man. And uh, I, I'm, I'm dealing with some people all over the country. And once I get everybody together and we start networking, you know, in Florida, uh, Michigan, Detroit, Atlanta, uh, seen a couple of Atlanta callers on here today. And, you know, we reach out there. I got some people in Arizona. We push a little further to the West Coast, man. And we all come together as uh, black men and women and start, you know, building our businesses together, man. And then I can show you a way where we can start sending funds to each other through our businesses that are reported as trade lines. And so we can take five grand, send it to 10 different businesses in a circle two or three times a month, and it'll show that that business is generating $20,000 a month and they'll get you loans just based on that. So I got a lot of information, man, that I definitely want to share with you. And I appreciate you for jumping on the call. And uh, if you got the email, shoot me your email and I'll send you some more information, man. And What's definitely check email? Out, uh, info at divinewealthprinciples.com. Okay. All right, I'll shoot it to you. Yeah, and you can you can just Google Divine Wealth Principles and you see all my social medias and everything, and just just hit me up with that email, man, and I'll shoot you back some information because I definitely want to start connecting with some people out on the West Coast. I got some people in, like I said, Phoenix and uh, Seattle area, and uh, got a couple cousins in Cali, but nobody in Oakland, so that's definitely a pleasure. Well, here I am. That's what that's why that's why uh, it ain't no coincidence. Hey, divine appointments, man This this is real The energy and the vibes is right for it But what was your name again, brother? Ashanti Okay Well, peace, family And I look forward to your email And I'm going to be reaching out to you And maybe we can uh, get get you set up And and get your your cornerstone going in Oakland, man And we can get out here and start building Absolutely All right, family, appreciate the call Okay. I knew I seen that 510 number and I, it really didn't click right off, but I uh, appreciate my man Ashanti for getting on the call and I'm looking forward to doing business with him out there on the West Coast. Um, we had several 937 calls today, but uh, I'm not really going to jump back on with my hometown today. I'm going to take a question out of the chat room because I think we had about 25 people in there today and I'm surprised because Usually a lot of people don't, you know, know that I'm online on a Thursday, but hey, social media works when you work it. And for those that don't know, like we only really been on doing our show. It's been about 36 days. So, and I'm only, I've only been on two days a week. So I've been really busy with tax season. So, um, you know, I've really cut my shows from two hours to you know an hour here and an hour there but we're gonna get back on it heavy after i get caught up with these tax returns um okay we got a question here in the chat room live 675 
Okay. <clears throat> Live 675. Say they checking in from the Gators. Okay. George in the building. And the question is, how do you register with the Secretary of State? All right, that's that's. I mean, um, no question is a is a bad question, man. So basically, what you want to do is once you get your uh, your tax ID number or your EIN number for your company, you want to register with your state. And give me a second here. I'm gonna. If you're still on there, let me see. Since you're online, I know you can click up or pull up another web browser on your phone or whatever. Just go to Secretary of State or um, your state. Just Google your state uh, and then Secretary of State and it'll come up. So if you do Georgia, Secretary of State, uh, you'll get a link. And when you click on that link, you want to do a name search. So it'll probably give you something like form your corporation, um, the GALLC registration. It's a whole bunch of different links on there. But what you want to do is either start your LLC or your corporation, or if you want to do a nonprofit, you can start a nonprofit. Um, and basically, you're going to do a name search to make sure your name is not taken already in that state of Georgia and then you want to register your business with them and the filing fees are different by state so you know I know here in Ohio it's like $99 I believe Um, some states is a little more depending on like I know New York is, is high you know but you might the one in Pennsylvania. Set your business up in Pennsylvania. If you live in New York, it might save you, you know, two, three hundred dollars. Because I know uh, some states to register your business with the state, it might cost you five hundred dollars. But you might be able to get your stuff registered for like a hundred dollars. It doesn't matter where you start your business or set your business or your corporation up. You can can do business anywhere in the world. But all you're doing is establishing your business or your entity in whatever state you choose. So if you want your state uh, to be where your your, your corporation is uh, the home base, that's fine. You can have a home base uh, here and you can have satellite offices where, you know, just for the setting up your name and, and things of that nature. So that's a good question. But most of this information, if you think about it, the questions that uh, you know would pop into your mind just do a little research on your own I don't have a problem answering any questions though because that's what the show is for I like to dialogue with people and I really uh, I appreciate you for being in the chat room but if you were on the call then I could actually if you were on the call I could actually talk to you you know one on one and we can get a better vibe going but uh, yeah the cost they, they range they vary from state to state so Jump on uh, the Secretary of State's website and see how much it costs to register your business in your state and uh, get back with me. Like you, you see the information in the chat room. So, um, divinewellprinciples.com is a website. 
info at divinewellprinciple.com. And uh, pretty much that's it. And if you need to get some of the information that I gave before, once again, uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Divine Bay. And uh, we're going to wrap this one up, man. Appreciate everybody checking in. Got a few new callers, and I'm looking forward to doing business with y'all, man. So peace. Assalamu alaikum. Shalom. Hotep. All that good stuff, man. Y'all be safe, and I'll check y'all out Saturday. Saturday at 1 p.m. Bye.